I'm Ross Hunter. And I'm David James. And welcome to Sales Athlete, a program designed to keep you performing at your peak. Hi everyone, David James here and together with uh, Ross Hunter. Thank you, dear. I was going to say my name there, mate, but you jumped in. No, and uh, <laughs> I'm really excited about this next 10 minutes or so. Why because, are you excited? Because you're going to share your thoughts in regards to growth because we hear everyone talking about growth, but how many of us actually do grow uh, or do we just stay where we are because we're in our comfort zone? So, yep. yeah, Ross, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm really tuned in today, mate. Let's get into this. Okay. And I know we've spoken about growth before um, in in the podcast series that we have, and a lot of people talk about growth and it's almost become a throwaway line. Mm. But there's a few things that happened recently in and around me that have really risen the um, awareness around growth. And I've sort of recalibrated a few things. I've been to a great conference where I learned some things. Um, I've read some books. I've learned some things. And it just really changed my – I've pivoted a little bit around sort of mindset around growth. So I'd just like to go through that. A saying that I I um, just came out of my mouth the other week somewhere, it was this. Um, if you don't start somewhere, you'll finish nowhere. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that, that sort of started mm. my whole curiosity back into the whole growth space. Um it's just if you don't start somewhere, you'll finish nowhere. I'm re- I'm reading a book at the moment. It was given to me by one of the guys that I work with, very generous gift. And in fact, when this book turned up on the envelope, it came from Amazon, and he wrote on the you know the um, the courier package, yeah, he went, yeah. um, "Gift for the world's best boss." And I thought, ah, oh, so nice. here we go. Anyway, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a book on. It's written yeah. in 1954 by James A. Michener, who's one of the great. Um, novelist out there. He um, he's written some epic novels. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's no longer on the planet, but and it's um like it's a thousand page journey. This book, it's I think the type points about two points. So yeah, yeah. like one page equals ten pages of yes. normal book. Yeah. But yeah, it's about Hawaii. It's about the whole evolution of the um, discovery of Hawaii and the just the how it all how it all got. What, what's the name of the book? Hawaii. Oh right, okay. Mm. Um, so it was written in 1954, and it's like it, James A. Michener was known for his research. He had a now. This is the days before computers even existed, the 1950s. So he had a research team delving into archives and God knows what to find out stuff. Mm. And um, but you look at that where you go back to the those days. This goes back you know 2,000 years ago or a thousand years ago, I should say, um, into. Mate, the navigation was purely by the wind or the storms or the stars, yes. and yeah. and when they went, they went a little bit far north or further north. They normally go because they were they basically the the people that found Hawaii came from Bora Bora, um, and down to the, the Bora Bora Islands and so forth, Tahiti and that. And all of a sudden, Hawaii was a lot further north. So all of a sudden, they they're discovering stars and stuff as the further north they go. That they'd never, so it sort of threw out the navigation. And it was, it's fascinating. But at the end of the day, these these people, brave people, they got into these big canoes and they just went, you know. And it was about they got to start a journey and find some new lands. Mm. And it was driven out of hostility and wars that they mm. left where mm. they were. Mm. But that's what happened. So if you don't start somewhere, you'll finish nowhere. So the question I have for people is, what's your starting point? Because where you are today is now redundant. Mm, mm. It's done because today is only a reflection of what happened yesterday. Yep. Now that yesterday could encompass 
literally yesterday, could encompass six months, 12 months, could encompass a lifetime. Mm-hmm. But whatever it is, it's now, it's done. So the question is, um, where do I start today to take me to wherever I want to be in the different tranches of life? So do I start there, Ross, with a blank sheet of paper with that written on it? What is my starting point? Just start with a blank sheet of paper. Yeah. Just start with your notebook that you got in front of you now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, like as you know, my this notebook here, which mm. you generously gave me mm. a year or so ago, is these I've got buckets of these. These are these, mm. are, these are always my starting points. I get mm. an idea, I write mm. it down. And yeah, I good capture point. It. So what's your starting point? What what does it mean? Um, I, I recently listened to a lady, American lady. Her name's Amy Cody. Um, she was really, really good. And she said something, and I saw, I saw her at a conference. And she said, you know, if you think about starting somewhere to get going on your next journey, your body and mind are constantly talking to each other. Your body and your mind are constantly talking mm. to each other. I, I just love that. That's very good. Okay. So, mm. you know, the, the, and it's the saying that you've got around vision, David. You know, a vision is a place where the mind arrives before the body, which is it links into that beautifully. Mm. Mm. So be very careful what you're thinking about because that's what will come about. Mm. So if you're thinking about sort of, you know, great things, great times, you know, having, you know, whatever it is, great success, whatever it may be, then it's actually telling your body. It's actually talking your body saying, yeah. that's where we're going. Hmm. Equally, if we if we go into a mindset of no growth, then that's exactly what our body will do. It will stop. It won't move, propel forward. Hmm. So be very careful what your thoughts are. Because remember, you know, our brain can't distinguish between a negative and a positive. Our brain only works off the most dominant thought. Mm. And that's mm. a scientific fact. Mm. Mm. Like people talk about, um, I'll do a minimum of five and a maximum of 10 push-ups at the gym. Like, okay, no worries. So they get to the gym, they, they get to number five and they stop. We say, okay, look, you're at number five, let's go to another five. All of a sudden the sixth one, it's like someone's put a, 50 kilo lead weight on their back. They can't do it because mm. their mind has switched off. They said five because mm. the, the five's a minimum. The, bi, bo, the, yeah, yeah. the Just, brain goes yeah. five. Okay, mm. then five mm. and it's, it stops your body. Mm. So it's mm. a powerful thing. Mm. So it's just thinking very carefully what your thoughts are. Right, Ross, can I just chip yeah. in there for a minute when you talk about growth, et cetera? Mm. So your mind and your body, because, yeah, I'd, I'd never thought of these things this way, is that mm. that when you do have a plan, when you do have that we've spoken about before, your vision, values, your purpose and your goals, mm. you've got a st- spring in your step, haven't you? 100%. When you've got nothing, you, you dawdle. Now, I'll, I'll tell you where you see this. I was only talking to my wife about this the other day. It's quite remarkable. And you even see it on TV with the pros. As you know, I like to play golf. Mm. Okay. So, and you see it, watch a, a tournament, the Masters or the US Open or whatever. A player has a great hole. You watch the speed and the commitment that they walk from that green yes. to the next tee. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. As opposed to they've just had a, a terrible hole, watch the speed and the purpose of which they walk from that green to the next tee. Because the mind's talking to the body. It's remarkable. Yeah, yeah. Now, I know yeah. that myself and I, I see, mm. I know when I have a have a really good hole, my my spring in my step and my my – um, mm. uh, uh, commitment to where I'm going to mm. the next hole is yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. I have a bad hole mm. and it completely changes. Yeah, it's, a real, it's a really good way to sort of mm. to see it in action. Mm. So 
So be very, very careful around, around what you think every day. Say because remember, growth isn't this great big, you know, mammoth thing that people talk about. Growth is 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 a little thing every day. Growth is that come back to my whole philosophy, David, mm. of one degree at a time. Mm. Growth is saying, what am I doing today to move myself forward? One degree. What am I doing today to move myself one little bit? Mm-hmm. Okay, because go back to the th- the one degree philosophy. You circumnavigate a conference um, in th- in three hundred and sixty degrees, which fundamentally is one degree a day. Mm-hmm. So if every day you do one little thing that's in a positive vein, you are growing. Mm-hmm. So don't measure growth as this big, huge thing. Measure it today. What am I doing to grow myself in a positive vein? Um, Indra Nui who is an amazing lady. She was the um, CEO and president of PepsiCo Worldwide, uh, an Indian lady who moved to the US when she was younger, um, phenomenal lady. Um, I was very fortunate enough to meet her the other week. Um, I've read a book and I've watched series about her. She's really, really good. She said a couple of things which really resonated with me that tucked beautifully into growth. Number one, she said, growth is oxygen. I thought mm. that was phenomenal. Mm. Growth is oxygen. When you're growing, it, it sort of feeds you. You get more and more oxygen. You want to keep moving forward. But then, then the other thing. So, well, she sort of said something, and I thought a lot about. It. So, why, why do we see a lot of people that have that that um, aptitude rich, but attitude poor? Oh yeah. Okay, aptitude mm. rich. That mm. is, they've got all the skill. They've got mm. good apt. They've got a good brain. They got all the bits you need to, to keep moving forward. And part of it is I go, hmm, so what what's their self-education plan? What are they doing to keep adding knowledge to hmm. their world, hmm. whatever that may be? Um, and most people don't. No. They just stop. They stop educating themselves. Hmm. And I think it's so important, David, that, that you know, we have a, a conscious effort to keep growing in the space of knowledge. Because mm. I think when you've got knowledge, you you organically grow. When like the old saying, when was the last time you learned something for the first time? Mm. Yeah, a lot of people don't, they stop. We all know that most people, the re- average reading age across the planet is that of 13-year-old, because people stop learning beyond that. Mm. So, you know, people stop learning, they start, they stop stretching themselves, they stop getting uncomfortable. I think to grow, you've got to say, you know, like for the next 12 months, what's my education plan? What am I mm. doing to re-educate myself? Mm. Um, and am I doing my best? Mm. You know, don't bullshit yourself. Don't tell yourself a lie. So am I really doing my best? I don't know. I mm. think if you ask that mm. question, a lot of people, they would st- the people that are doing their best, look, without hesitation, go, absolutely. You put me onto a book the other day when you say ask that question about your best mm. and, and I've, I've just downloaded it and I've just started reading it. And two of the key words in there was be open, mm. be open. And and that's part of asking you that question, yourself mm. that question, you know, did I do my best today? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Don't shut it down. No. Like, yeah, because that'll, that, that'll stop your growth then, won't it? A hundred percent. You know, mm. did I do mm. my best? Mm. And the other thing is this, <clears throat> you know, we talk about growth and people looking for, you know, all these amazing answers out there. But the reality is there's a wonderful saying, what costs nothing means everything. Mm. Mm. What costs nothing means everything. Mm. So it's the things that actually don't actually require a checkbook that actually will will actually propel you to work toward wherever you want to go. Take your podcast around attitude. Costs nothing mm. but means everything. 
mm. you know, mm. um, is is to think about these things every day. Say, am I doing my best? These are the things mm. that become crucial mm. in in actually. Um, propelling yourself towards growth. I'm, as you know, David. I'm. I like statistics in a business. Mm. I, I mm. use stats to actually mm. monitor where things are at. Mm. And a lot of people say to me, "Oh, I don't want to look at the numbers and this." And that. I say, "Yeah, but it's really important for growth." Now, it costs nothing to actually put all that together. Um, and a lot of people avoid it because it's too confronting because mm. no, people lie, numbers don't. Mm. <laughs> and mm. that's a reality. Mm. But it, it, it means everything to propel forward. You watch a game of sport now. It, it's all statistics. It's all numbers, it isn't is it? It is very much so. It's all numbers. It's mm. possessions. It's, you know, yardage mm. made. It's this, mm. it's that, it's, mm. you know, whatever. It's just numbers. And mm. the reason they've gone down that world, it doesn't cost anything to manage the numbers, but it costs everything to not manage them because mm. – the numbers tell them exactly what they need to do yeah. to improve. Otherwise, the, you don't grow. For the next grade. Mm. But they've only got – they have to grow between this weekend and next weekend. Mm. <laughs> they don't have 12 months. They've got seven no. days yeah. to grow. Mm. Okay. Mm. The other thing is this. Um, there's a guy. His name's Kevin Roberts. I love this guy. I've known him for a long time. Well, not known him personally, but I have met him. Um, he was the worldwide CEO of Saatchi and Saatchi. Um, my business uh, head office in in Auckland was in the Saatchi and Saatchi building. So mm-hmm. we got to mm. sort of hang out with these guys and he's an English guy that's now a Kiwi, um, lives in New Zealand but um, uh, lived in New York for a long time as the worldwide CEO of Saatchi and Saatchi. Phenomenal guy, has yeah, been very successful. Um, he's got a saying which got, tucks wonderfully into growth for me and that is this, the way to do anything is the way you do everything. Mm. The way to do anything, anything is the way you do everything. Mm. Now, go back to the David Beckham um, pod, um, not podcast series series that mm. we mentioned in your mm. attitude mm. Um, program. Um, everybody's laughing at David Beckham about his wardrobe. His all these everything's mm-hmm. perfectly yeah, lined yeah, up. Yeah, his yeah. suits and his jackets yeah, and his yeah. shoes and everything. Mm. And there's a scene on the last, just towards the end of the series where he's in his like hangout where he's cleaning mm-hmm. his yeah, barbecue. Saw it, yeah. And it's it's immaculate, and everyone's saying, "Oh my God, it's just upset." Well, that's actually how how I do mm, it, mm. and my wardrobe's not dissimilar to his. Mm. Everybody's laughing at him mm. and saying, "Oh, guys, yeah, he's got bloody OCD, or he's this, he's that." Actually, I don't look like that. I go, "That's the way he does anything." So that's mm. the way he does everything. everything. He he's just a perfectionist, and that's how he would have prepared for a game too. One hundred and ten percent, mate. Mm. That's what most people have missed that point. Mm. They mm. go, "Oh, his jackets. He's he's just you know he's crazy." No, he's not. That that is what got him to become the soccer superstar that he was. Yeah. That's earned him. He's probably a billionaire. I mm. don't know, mm. but. Mm. That's the way. The way that he did anything was the way he did everything. Everything. Yeah. So ask yourself the question: Like, you walk into, you walk into an office. I walk into offices without saying a word. I can look around and I'll see people's desks, and I'll tell you the people that are doing the business and the mm. people aren't without just by looking. Mm. Mm. And the other thing is, I'll, I'll sort of finish on this. Um, everyone talks about you know, and it's true. Growth requires change. We know that, and and change their needs, sacrifice, and so forth. Okay, the key is this: is knowing what not to change. Mm, mm. Growth requires change, but not all change leads to growth. 
just understand to be very clear what do I need to change. Mm. Rather than going in, sweep it all clean, come, yeah. we're going to start again here. Well, hang on, some of these systems are actually working. What are you talking about? Yeah, but about? What, what needs to change? Mm. And invariably the thing that everybody's looking for, yeah, systems and you this and you that, the, probably the thing that needs to change is not all that. Probably the thing that needs to change is is either the culture in your business, the attitude of yourself, you know, how safe are people feeling in your business, all those sort of things. That's the first place to look. Mm, mm. You, mate, you can go and spend a gazillion dollars on the latest system of this and the system of that. New branding. But, mate, mm. if you haven't got the right culture, the right people and mm. all that, mm. mate, it means nothing. Yep, yep, spot on. That's me, mate. Very well done. So the other thing also out there just to finish off is that yeah, growth doesn't have to be huge. If I do 1% per day and I'm doing my best and I can answer that question positively, at the end of the day, I'm going to get some growth. Every day, baby steps. Thanks, Ross. Thanks, DJ. Bye, mate. Well, that's it for today, guys. So like true athletes, please continue to walk with a spring in your step. And ensure you're winning your game. Each day, ask yourself, am I at me peak? 